After 17 years building Business NH Magazine in Events, New Hampshire, under Milliard Communications, former publisher and owner Heidi Copeland is off to enjoy a well-deserved retirement. Today, we introduce you to the new owners. I'm Matt Mowry, co-publisher and executive editor of Granite Media Group. I'm Christine Kerrigan, co-publisher and chief creative officer of Granite Media Group. I'm Nathan Carroll, co-publisher and chief growth officer of Granite Media Group. And we are the new owners of Granite Media Group, producers of Business NH Magazine, Events NH, and BizCast NH. Well, I think oh boy. this is exciting times for us. If that's not a big announcement. <laughs> I know. You know, we've spent, you know, a year doing this podcast interviewing business owners from across the state about the challenges they faced, yeah. how they've succeeded. And now we're getting a front row seat to what they have been through and we're putting to use everything we have learned. Yes, we are. <sighs> so first, I think, you know, a big Thank you is in order to Heidi Copeland, uh, who has guided and shepherded this company through the past 17 years, got it through recessions and a pandemic, um, and built a thriving publishing company, and one that I'm proud to be part of, and I'm excited to be partners with you and taking it on to this new level. Yeah, it's... um. It's amazing. I, I, um, you know, we we keep saying through this process that like we knew this was the right decision, not just because you know maybe there was a little bit of an emotional attachment or something like that, <laughs> but that it makes sense because the foundation of what this company has and is, um, and coming off recently, uh, the breakfast with the best event, which was my first time, uh, as being an observer. And of course now the, the impromptu announcer with Matt and and you too, Christine, but, um, the amount of people that came up to us and, and gave us well wishes because we did that announcement there, um, and said that they don't read any other business news in the state. They get their business news from Business NH Magazine because they don't trust other sources or because they rely on the accuracy and the in-depth you know, knowledge and information that's in there. That's amazing. What an amazing foundation to, to start from, to grow on, you know? Yeah, and it's great to to get that feedback as well from events like that. Um, you know, as most people do, sometimes you feel like you work in a bubble. So <laughs> to to hear yeah. that from our our readership is just you know it it kind of gives you a boost. It does. You know, it gets you yeah. excited again about what you do. Right. Yeah. You have to kind of like stay grounded. Like we've had a, like an entire week of people just emailing and emailing good wishes and and thanks and and all these accolades and it's just like okay, all right, we're gonna yep, good. We're gonna file this. We appreciate that and it's great to know now let's get to work right yeah because the pressure's on because with those well wishes have come yeah. i can't wait to see where you're taking this next i'm like who me too i know i know <laughs> where are we taking this next um christine let's not get too far into um into too much before we talk uh before you talk about yourself because um i think you know obviously matt and i have had this platform for a little bit you were here on day one taking photos of us and, yes, I and was. here in the studio yeah. um but what 
what have you, you know, you've been with the magazine a while um, prior to ownership and, and just what was your role and what were you doing and how did you get there? Sure. So I've been um, at the magazine for 16 years. Uh, I actually started there part time as an ad traffic coordinator, which is basically um, taking care of all the ad materials that mm. come in for the magazine. Um, I think I quickly went full time a year later and we sort of cobbled together a position for me. So I continued to add traffic, but I also did some um, uh, editorial work. I helped out Matt in the editorial department writing some of the sections of the magazine. And I also worked as uh, the events coordinator for a couple, I think that was a couple years, um, helping plan the Made in New Hampshire Expo and the other business events that we have. Um, But my background... Mm is actually uh, in photography. I went to college for visual communications with a concentration in photography. Um, and so it, that also encompassed a bit of graphic design, but it was you know mainly photography. But I kind of fell into the graphic design side of things. And um, mm-hmm, there came mm-hmm. a time at Business New Hampshire Magazine where um, there was an open position in the events department and an open position in the uh, production department. And so the uh, Heidi, our former owner, asked what I kind of preferred to do. And I was just really interested in more graphic design and production. So I was moved into that as a creative and production manager, I believe was my title mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and then over the years, it's just sort of grown and and I've grown into the position of creative director, which is what I um, have been for a little while until we made this purchase. And now it's changed again but um, <laughs> uh, yes it has so um that's sort of my you know a quick quick snapshot of my journey with business new hampshire magazine um so what people are the, the work that you are have done is it, people are seeing that when they're touching the magazine when they're you know um and and it's sort of yeah behind the scenes behind the curtain but um you're making it happen like yeah. if you weren't there um it would be very interesting. Yeah. So basically, it's, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, basically all of the you know design of the magazine. If you look at the magazine and imagine it as sixty-four pages of blank pages, somebody has oh to put God. everything on those pages, and oh that's that's me. <laughs> oh my God. Um, as well as you know a lot of photography that gets done, the the cover photos and things. Sure. So, um, which is actually great because it's gotten me out to meet a lot of different business owners. You know, see the different businesses that are across the state, which. It's fascinating because sometimes you're thinking, you know, New Hampshire, how much, you know, is there? I mean, I've been a resident my whole life, but it's amazing what kind of variety of businesses you can find. Isn't it, though? Like Mm. that's that. I mean, this platform uh, alone, you know, just what it's been, you know, just about just over a year. And it's amazing that like every person that comes in has a different story, some similarities. And it's just the you're they're doing this amazing work a lot of the times, you know, behind the curtain again, as it were. But they're here in New Hampshire, and it's just like, oh, my God, all of this is here in New Hampshire. I you know. know. Why would you want to be anywhere else? What has kept me at the magazine for 22 years? Because I was <laughs> in daily newspapers before this, mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. as a reporter and a bureau chief for a couple of daily newspapers. Um, and the opportunity at the magazine came up, and I, you know, was, you know, I've been married a few years, and uh, and you know, the daily newspaper gram, like, you know, I'm kind of ready for a change. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, love journalism. And so the, you know, this opportunity at the state's, you know, leading business magazine came up and I went, well, you know, I'll throw my hat and ring, see what happens and got the job. And I thought, well, this will be like a five-year gig. I'll learn magazines 
and then, you know, figure something else out. And, you know, 22 years later, <laughs> here I am. Um, and it's due to that, you know, I, the job never gets boring. Mm. There's all, you know, after 22 years, I think I have a really good handle on the state and its economy. And yet I'm always finding businesses that have been around a bit and somehow flown under the radar and we get to shine a light on them and, um, you know, and have this front row seat to what's going on in our economy and helping um, to explain it and and give context to it Mm -hmm. to the decision makers in the state has really energized me over the years. And uh, the fact that we have such a loyal readership and following and, um, you know, I just grew to love the publication and, but, you know, you do get to a stage where I go, what's next though? I've been here 22 years. What do I want to do next? And after interviewing all these entrepreneurs over the years, I went, well, you know, I think I could do that, but what do I want to do? And so I was kind of in that thought process. And, you know, I think this is a good kind of jumping off point because we always explore yeah. the entrepreneurial journey to talk about <laughs> how did we each have that light switch flick in our heads to go from for Christine and I being employees of the magazine yeah. right, and you being associated by the podcast <laughs> Just coming to, along. to the three of us coming together to yeah. purchase this. And yeah. so Christine, I, I talk a little bit about that, that what happened for you to go from, I might want to go from working here to owning the game. Sure. Sure. So um, as I mentioned before, I've been at the company for about 16 years and you know, you, you ever, <clears throat> excuse me, after a while, after a while, it starts to feel a little stale, just you, if you're doing the same thing over and over again yeah. for 16 years, you right. know, you're getting ready for a change. Um, and so in, in the back of my mind, I was just thinking like, okay, just, I, I feel like I need to do something different. I feel like I just need a, a change, whether that's a change of what I'm doing in the company or a change outside of the company, you know, leaving and finding a position somewhere else. Um, and um, I tend to be somebody that's very loyal. So, you know, the thought of leaving the company made me really sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, um, you know, Matt and I had sort of been having discussions um just sort of, you know, generally having discussions about, you know, we knew that the former owner was probably getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. It just in- inevitably, we just had a sense that she was getting ready to retire. So he and I would just sort of have conversations like, what do you think is going to happen when she's ready to retire? And do you think the company is <laughs> going to get sold? Or what are we going to do? If, yep. You know, and we so we slowly started talking about what would it be like if we were in charge, mm-hmm. you know, but not taking any concrete steps because we didn't know anything yet about her wanting to retire Mm. or so I thought. Or so you thought. So (laughs) here comes a little thing. So first of all, you, all our listeners know that, you know, a few years back I started Cardinal Consulting. Um, We're strategy consultants, growth consultants, partner consultants for our clients. That will continue, which is really nice to be able to still do that. It feels completely crazy right now to be doing both, but it'll be nice when, you know, things level out a little bit and um, we can even, you know, work with different partners partners on, on the Cardinal side to serve new and different clients, which is, which is going to be awesome. And we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, when I started Cardinal a few years ago, as the story goes for the podcast is I just wanted to, I wanted to stay connected to businesses in this state. I had of course been in the chamber world, uh, again, as our listeners know from all of our babbles over the, over the last year or so, um, And I loved that connection to business and I wanted to help business more and I wanted to be, you know, integrated with them more. And so 
one of the ways I wanted to do that was something innovative, and that's when I approached Heidi and Matt at the time. Um, we had had just a couple of, of interactions, and I said, you know, I just started this business. I want to do something interesting. You guys need a podcast because you don't have one. And they said, well, we've actually been thinking about, you know, maybe trying to do that. As the story goes, we spent that time um, building the podcast and here we are, you know, 50 or so episodes later and and going. Um, But it was within that partnership that Heidi actually called me one day and she left me a voicemail and I remember it. And it was just, it was a little bit of like, well, I want to talk to you about something. Just give me a call. I have something I want to share with you and I'm not really, but just give me a call. And I went, what on earth could she want to talk to me about? And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> Is there something wrong with the podcast? Do we need to do things differently? So I called her and she said, you know, I've been thinking and, and with everything going on and all of this and... Um, I'm th- I, I want to sell the business, and I think that you should take a look at it. And I went, oh, okay. Like, I, you know, I sort of felt like an entrepreneur. I started my own business, that sort of thing. But it was this, like, wait a minute. Someone just offered me an opportunity to buy an establishment, basically, you know, and, and – um, and I said, well, I'm very flattered. And, and, and I said, well, I, I don't know. I said, I guess I'll have to think about it. So I thought about it for a while. Um, I think I was able to look at some basic listing package information or whatever, and I thought about it. And there was like radio silence for a while, maybe even weeks or months, I don't know. And then I reached back out to Heidi and I said, you know, I've been thinking. I'm interested but I said, I don't have a publishing background, so I can grow a business. I can be strategic. I can, you know, do a lot of things to, to help this succeed. But I want Matt. <laughs> I said, I won't, I won't do it without Matt because, you know, of, of who you are, number one, how I got to know you, what you've, you know, been involved with, with the, the magazine over the years, and, and, of course, your tenure. I said, I'm not going to do it without Matt. She goes, okay, well, let me have a conversation with him to let him know and, and let him know what you said. And, and then so, you know, conversation started. But then it was, well, you came to me one day. Actually, I think we were here having lunch at the studio. Well, because, yeah, so what happens, you know, <laughs> Heidi did reach out to me and have that conversation, which I appreciate. You know, she's like, I didn't want you being, you know, sidelined by this. You know, I I, I want to be the one that tells you this because, we, you know, we've worked together for years and, you know, I really like Heidi and we have, you know, mutual respect for one another. So it was really nice to have... You know, my boss coming to say, all right, so big news, I'm thinking of selling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you, you know, you stay yourself. Initial shock. Yeah. Okay. And Nathan is thinking of buying it, but he won't do it without you. And that, there's a lot that comes at you at that point. Because I'm like, okay, it's being sold. And oh my gosh, you know, I've been like talking about it and thinking about what would I do if I owned the magazine, but I didn't really do anything about it. And now like, here's reality slapping you in the face, like... Here it is. And then I'm like excited because you wanted to do this with me. And I, you know, I really enjoyed working with you and I really respected you. And and I went, oh, this is this is the the way in because I know my strengths, but I also know my weaknesses. I've mm. never run a business before. And, you know, I've written about it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's you know, there's one thing writing about it over the years and one thing to actually do it. And I went, Nathan, someone. This this is what he does. He helps businesses 
get going and improve and look at processes and all those things. And I went, you know, he's got the strengths I don't have. And then he wants me to come in and bring in the strengths I do have. And I said, and I get to continue on at this magazine I love doing what I love. Um, but you know, having more control of my future. And now I'm also thinking, you know, I'm at the time 50, now 51 and going, you know, it's that pivotal time in your career where you go, I either have to take the next step or I have to worry about if I do try and go back into the job market, what does that look like for me Mm -hmm. with age discrimination, all that, you know, I'm, I'm at that prime time. So I went, you start thinking about it and I went, I, I think this is something I really want to do and I, I want to do this with a partner. That's That was the component. But at the same time, Christina and I had been having these conversations and <laughs> right around this. that time, you yeah. and I started having these yeah. serious conversations about moving forward and, and, and you know, because we had to like talk to each other make, about, <laughs> okay, we've been great doing a podcast together. Are we going to be compatible mm-hmm. trying to go forward with the business? Yeah. And as we're having those conversations, Christina and I, (laughs) who have worked together for years and we're friends, and you know, we have those conversations that you do around work that friends and coworkers have. And and you know, again, I was coming up like, oh, you know, what's gonna happen next? You know, are we gonna have another publisher? Is what's gonna happen? And then, you know, then that that pressure's on me because I'm like, I have a secret. Um, <laughs> that was right around, it was right around the holidays right. last year. It was, yeah. And so Matt and I were having those discussions and Matt, you and Nathan had already had your discussions. <laughs> so I got a very cryptic conversation with Matt where he's like, oh, let's revisit this after the holidays. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> well, because, the you know, does that mean? then, you know, it's getting real. Because yeah. you and I are going on a serious path of going, I think we're going to move forward with this. And I went, of course I want Christine on this. Uh. Because Christine brings so much to the table in terms of her experience. I mean, she has worked almost every department of the magazine. She brings so many strengths. You know, there's so much I respect about you, Christine. And, and what I really enjoy working with you two. And, um, and I knew where you were and kind of at your stage of your career too. And I, and I went, I can't, I, we can't move forward with this without you on board in Mm. some capacity. And I went, and why went we with that capacity to be as a co-owner with us, a partner. Mm -hmm. So then I had to go, you know, and of course at that point you're also under non-disclosure agreements. So that was part of the reason I couldn't say anything to Kristen because I'm like, legally I'm not allowed to. (laughs) Right. So then I, you know, I went to Nathan, I said, you know how you wanted to do this with me? What do you think about bringing on a third partner? And I said, you know, I've been in t- talks a while with Christine. I know she would be interested in this. Are you open to us bringing her into this deal? And he didn't miss a beat because he had met Christine before. And and we had a conversation about, you know, what Christine would bring to the table. And he's like, of course, I, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I remember it was literally here out where, you know, where we eat lunch outside the studio. And I was like, I remember you saying it. And I remember just, you, like you said, like didn't miss a beat. Cause I was like, yes, yes. Like that's the third leg of the <laughs> stool, right? Like it just, it made so much sense. Right. And, and you know, for, for the role to play a certain role and oversee and all of that, but also just like of who you are and what you would bring to it. I was like, oh my goodness. 
So then we had to swear Christine to secrecy, and I went, <laughs> "Yes, let me tell you what's going on." Oh my goodness! And you know what? Um, I'm, we're going to take a very, very quick break for our sponsor for this episode, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk more, and we're going to talk about hopes and dreams and everything else. Sky Terra is one of the nation's top 50 Microsoft Cloud Solutions provider, and we're proud to be headquartered right here in New Hampshire. Please visit us at www.skyterratech.com to see how we help companies with their IT needs so they can concentrate on their business. All right. So... So, Christine, now what everybody was... knows that everybody wants one another. <laughs> right. But what was that like for you? Because I know that moment where something that goes from theoretical to real. Right. What was that like for you? Because I, I know I had a confluence of emotions. I, I think I'm, I was in the same place as you. Um, I had thought about it for a long time. You know, you know, I had always thought theoretically, like you do, you know, what would I do if I were in charge? How would I do things? Um, but then when somebody says, comes to you, as Matt did, and says, we are actually working on this and we think we want to purchase the company. Yes, it does become very real. Um, it was very exciting. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It still is exciting and terrifying. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But... <laughs> we'll continue to be that right. for a while. But but ha- like Matt said, having known him for many, many years and having gotten to know Nathan over these this past year, um, I really did feel like it was the right team. And I, I agree. It's it's everyone has strengths that the others don't have. We balance each other really well. Um, and I think it, you know, it makes the most sense. I think this is the right team to put together to have purchased this company, and um, mm. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I'm, yeah. I'm thrilled. I, I was just happy to make a change in my career. You know, I'm still going to be doing a lot of similar things that I had been doing before, mm-hmm. um, but there's new things and new challenges that I'm really excited about, and it, it's revved me up again for for what I do. And like Matt, I love the magazine. I love the company. I love our expos, like the Made in New Hampshire, Made in New England. And so I'm just, I'm happy that I get to stay with the company while still doing uh, new things and mm. taking on new challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to this stage, I mean, it was a nine month process. We started in <laughs> earnest in me. January, <laughs> closed at the end of September, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's been an interesting journey. We had to, you know, put together a business plan. We had to put together, talk about what kind of company culture we wanted. We had to talk about, our hopes and dreams, which we'll get to in a minute for this. But we also had to get a lawyer, oh an accountant, yeah. a bookkeeper. I mean, well, there we was had, so right, much. We had our team, and it's like that team doesn't stop with the three owners. Now right. you need all of these other supports and all of these other expertise. Um, Advisors. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. So we had what? So we've got Small Business Development Center. Yep. We've got a lawyer. We've got an accountant. accountant. Or we've got a bookkeeper. We've got, I mean, who knows? Um, yeah. It keeps and, building. And, and of does. course, and then, and then now we have the actual staff. That, yes. That, well, and that's what I was going to say, too. We talk about critical. Thank God that they all said, yay, and let's just continue doing what we were doing. And we said, uh-huh, yes, please. Because that's a big reason we wanted to buy the company. Because right. it already had a great team in place right. that we wanted to continue. Right. And, and I think that was critical. But what, during this process of buying a company, what were some of the biggest surprises or challenges that came up and, um, you know, 
what got you through that, those particular moments? Because there's always moments, no matter how good a purchase is at the end. It's, it's, it, it was interesting to find out what it takes to get there. You know, I, I, and I, I hate to be a first talker on this one, but it's like right in front of my brain right now. It's when, those, when there's people um, who, who mean well, who may even be our loved ones or our advisors or friends or whatever, um, that say, you know, print is really dead. <laughs> I mean, apparently it's been dead for like 30 years, but yes. whatever. I've been um, hearing that print is down dead, my whole and you really should think about it and look at the numbers and this and that. And yes, we looked at the numbers and we did the numbers and we did the numbers again and we, you know, made projections and all that because we had to, but also because it's good business. But it was those people who again, are well-intentioned and, and have a ton of experience, but said, you know, you really should look twice, maybe three times. And I think, and and I won't speak for everybody else, you guys can say this after if you want, but I feel like the ups and downs of the process, regardless of that, I knew the whole time that this was the right thing to do. At first I was like, holy you know what like i don't know I, should we do this maybe i don't know i guess so and then yeah you look at things and you and and not only with you know within the numbers do you see the existing numbers but then you start to see opportunity but it was the you know again these well-intentioned folks that was a challenge because then you go you like you spend a few days going you know is it really the right thing to do should we really do this oh my gosh this industry report says this or i don't know what i'm you know i, I don't know how we're gonna actually change that or make that better or you know and you get inside your own head yeah and that was like oh my god and then i go upstairs and you know out of my little basement office and talk to my wife and she's like you'll do the right thing I'm like, oh, okay. Like, just chill out, Nathan. You know, I don't know if you guys felt the well, same. Thank that God sort of... for the cheerleaders in our Woo! life, right? The yeah. fact that you know my wife was behind this, and and it's funny, you know, when she really got on board. And I told Christine this is that when I said Christine's going to be part of this now, <laughs> and she's like, nice. all right, I'm in. She's like, fine. I know Christine and what she brings to the table, and not that she had any doubts of you, Nathan. No, just she doesn't really know me that well. Right yeah. at that yeah. point, yeah. she just knows me as your like work husband. But, but that's 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> But that's when she came on board. I'm like, oh, thanks. It's not me. It's Christy. You had faith in me. That made me so happy. That made me so happy to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I could help put her mind at ease. I I appreciated that. But she's been such a big supporter, and that's always important. But, you know, part of the the, team, right? But you're right. You know, you do get doubters in your life, and it's good. It makes you take a step back, you know. Yeah, it sure does. But at the same time, you know, I went, well, yeah, I know the numbers and mm. the, and and you know the numbers were a little rough the last couple of years because we went through a pandemic. Um so advertising ended up, you know, being down a, a bit at times because of that because businesses were uncertain of the future and and you know if they didn't have to spend money they weren't. Yeah. Even though that was the perfect time to advertise is yep. to make sure you're That's, still out there. You need your brand um, awareness. But also, you know, between that and the fact that our events division basically got shut down, which mm. is a huge revenue driver, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. especially, um, you know, we were two weeks out from our Made in New England show. The uh, Sorry, the Made in New Hampshire show. Um, so our Made in New Hampshire show was going to be in late March. And literally the pandemic shut it down two Oof. weeks before. Yeah. And... Heidi rallied and managed to get our business over that hump. But mm-hmm. then, you know, when you have that major revenue um, source drive, that makes it more challenging. But the fact is, is that we did survive mm-hmm. and we're, and we're moving forward. And 
I know from working in the company, from working in media for all these years, that of course there's a future. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to adapt and you evolve. But the fact is, is that print is not just print anymore and that we are not just a magazine. We are a multimedia company uh, with does contract publishing and does a podcast and does events Mm -hmm. um, and does an e-newsletter. And, you know, there's all these different aspects of our company that um, we have plans to grow and bring in other aspects too. Mm -hmm. In addition to keeping up this great magazine that we have, um, and continuing to find new ways to serve our business audience. And so we, I knew, I believed in our plans moving forward. I knew that advertising was coming back big. We saw our, our loyal advertisers coming back in and, you know, reinvesting in us. Mm-hmm. We saw new advertisers coming in. We have a, we, in the last uh, year and a half, we had brought in two great salespeople mm-hmm. that are really bringing a lot of energy um, right. to that department They're and really, so, focused, yeah. so we're seeing that happening. And then events are coming back. And then we just had our breakfast with the best event, which is oh. where we celebrate the best companies to work for, where we saw 350 people come together for this and had great conversations around what it means to be an employer of choice. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, it was a successful event. It was that we did get feedback afterwards that people felt very reinvigorated by it Mm -hmm. and excited. And they got these great ideas that they're bringing back to their businesses to improve their own company culture. And that's the whole point of that event. And it's part of why I love what I do is that we are there to help businesses Mm -hmm. get better and to shine a spotlight on them and to celebrate them and to take major conversations around our economy um, and break it down and provide context for our readers. And, right. and, and there's so much more to do for that and so many more stories to be told. And so that was what kept me going through all this is that it's not just your typical business. This is a, a media company. And for those of us that work in the media, we never do it to be rich. You know, it is because we are passionate about this mission and we still are. And we looked at the numbers and said, those numbers are going to get better mm-hmm. and we have ways to make them get better. Right. Um, and they're already getting stronger before we even took over. And, uh, and so I think, you know, it's that you know what the numbers are, but you know that the numbers are there. They're sustainable at this point and we can work to grow it so that we can grow this company and right. do even better things by our readers. And that's the end of my impassioned <laughs> speech. That's it. That's that, it. That's all. <laughs> Sorry. You can tell who the journalist is in the room. <laughs> I love it. No, it's but great. it's it's, it's opportunity. And I keep saying that to people as we sort of like, you know, sprinkle in like the, the oh, by the way, this is what we did. Um, I, I sort of end every one of those conversations with, we did this because of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Not only the right. opportunity to work together, to to keep it going, but to build it. And because there is so much opportunity, right? To connect with with clients even deeper, to serve them and to provide even more information and whatnot for our readers um, and to, to meet, and I think I said this in our press release as a quote, but to sort of meet our readers and our clients where they are, yep. to say to them, here's where we are, where do you need us to be? Where are you? And how can we work together? That's the big piece. 
to get there to provide that value for you. And it's like, it's so exciting. I just got goosebumps for the first time just <laughs> and, saying that, but it is. And I think the tagline that we had under the previous ownership mm-hmm. also carries through to the company while it's under Granite Media Group mm-hmm. is that we always had a mission to celebrate and elevate businesses. Mm. So we want to celebrate your wins, your successes, but we also want to help elevate you to get to the next level that you want to be at. We want to bring you the information that you need to grow your business to wherever you want it to be. If you're a micro business and you just want it to be a little bit bigger, great. If you want to stay where you are, perfect. If you want to be, you know, a multi-million million dollar conglomerate, you know, we're going to give you information to get there as well. Exactly. So I think carrying that mission and that message forward is going to be a big part of our of our mission. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so, so what are some of the uh, biggest lessons you've learned through this? You know, as we are, are beginning our own entrepreneurial journey, what have been some of the important lessons that each of us have taken away from this? First, for me, I think you don't know what you don't know. It's very, <laughs> very much the case. Um, you know, I was very excited about and still am very excited, I don't want to say was like it's in the past, (laughs) about um, owning a company and kind of taking over and learning more about the back end of running a company. Um, But like I said, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So it has been a very steep learning curve, even just learning different terminology for things and, you know, the way that... um, balance sheets are set up and, you know, cause through this process you have to do a lot of due diligence as we did with the former owner and go through balance sheets and profit sheets and all those things. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much just about those different terms, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. Google, Google got a, a workout when, uh-huh. I, was <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. when some, I was working yeah. on this. And so, um, I think a lesson I've learned too is just to, to be open to, learning things you never thought you'd need to know about, or just, you know, just be, be open to the process as mm-hmm. well. You know, there's going to be things that come in that, that you don't know, but you just know that you're going to have to figure it out. Um, and so, and I've also learned that, you know, you can't say yes to everything, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, I, as new owners, as we all have, I'm sure. And, and other owners that are listening, know a lot ends up on your plate, um, and trying to just sort of sift through everything that needs to be done. Um, sometimes you really do have to make sure you're prioritizing and you can't say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. I wish I could, um, but you know, in order for your own health, for the health of the company, mm-hmm. You have to find your boundaries and stick to them. I'm smiling, um, and our listeners obviously can't see that, but I'm smiling because a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half or so ago, um, I sent Christine an email asking about something or reminding her about something, and her response back, which I loved, was, yes, but... I can't think about that right now until this milestone is over that she was working on, but I'll get back with you. And I went, oh look what Christine's doing. I like that. You know, and it's like, you have to say no, like that's, um, it's totally on my radar. I see it. I'll get with you, but not right now. And right. did I need it right then? And you know, then and there? No. And I love that. So you're, you're doing that. And I mean, trust me, the to do, to do list is long. It's long. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. 
Yeah. And well, well, and that's, you know, we're all focused on different areas of the business. You know, those, those titles that we read off in the beginning, um, put us in different areas with different focus. And so maybe I want something that Christine needs to help with, but she's not ready to give it to me because she's focused on other things on her list, you know, and it's not, so it's, it's balancing and managing and all that. Um, and I guess maybe that's where I would say that my, um, that's maybe some of my lessons is just, you know, um, just being really, you know, frontal and cognizant about the fact that like what I may need in that moment is not what someone else is ready to give. Um, mm-hmm. and that we just need to say, okay, great, cool. Let's just work together to figure out what works best and where we are in all of this. Um, and the other thing is that like, I am learning an entirely new industry. Which, by the way, is part of why I said, I need Matt, because I don't know this industry, but he does. Um, And so that's, I mean, talk about learning curve. That's huge, you know, and and thank God for um, the knowledge of Heidi, the knowledge of our salespeople, the knowledge of the staff that's that's in place, because um, regardless of what systems are in place, they have this subset of knowledge that they can transfer and it's like, okay, just, I can't wait. We're, we're having some, some um, you know, meetings with, with employees soon. And I, I just can't wait to sort of hear what they have to say because it's going to be a lot of feedback and information and, and what they've known over the years. And I'm just like, I'm going to, you know, it'll be like drinking from a fire hose, but just <laughs> take notes, take notes, take notes, because there's going to be a lot coming at us. And I love that. And that'll help the learning curve. Too, yeah, that's so. going to be invaluable to us. I think the our meetings individually with the staff, is definitely going to yeah. give us insight into what they're thinking and help us kind of build the company to what works for everybody. Right. And I think, you know, for me, it was, you know, I've always known, of course, you, you no one does anything on their own and having a great team around you is important. Mm. And that's part of how the magazine has succeeded. Um, but it really came home in this process. I mean, first of all, just being partners with the two of you and amassing this core team to take over the company. Um, I really appreciate the fact that we took time to get to know each other. And we had some, you know, in addition to, you know, scrambling to get just the deal put together, we made sure to make room for us to have some very deep discussions about what kind of company do we want? What's our vision for this? Um, Doing the SWAT, you know, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, not only for the company, but on each other and being very open and honest about what our own strengths and weaknesses are and realizing, wow, we kind of really do balance each other out and that it's keeping communication flowing has Mm -hmm. been important. Um, Having two people I know that if they say they're going to do something, they do it has been a relief in making sure I'm doing the same so that, you know, it's just made it so much easier to go into this really whirlwind process of buying a company (laughs) and then suddenly running it is to have, you know, these two great people that have this, you know, the skill sets that I don't necessarily have um, to be able to rely on you for that and allow my own skill sets to shine through Mm -hmm. and and see how you, you know, what you do moves so much forward in the company. Um, And then, the importance of amassing that further team. You know, we've written about this in B&H and boy, did I see it come to life. You know, finding this fantastic lawyer who was there for every step of the way for us and seeing the things that we weren't seeing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, um, talking with the SBDC and, you know, their perspective on this deal and what was needed and getting that advice, bringing on um, our accountant who's, you know, 
provide wow. us with yeah. essential information as yeah. we're going to the end part of the deal that we're like, oh, we didn't even think of that. And it because we brought on all these key people that are really good at what they do, it helped us avoid so many land tra- or in landmines that you don't even expect. And yeah. and that's the other thing that, is that I learned is that you know no matter how prepared you are for things. Mm-hmm. Life and business are going to throw <laughs> things at you. Oh, yes. man. There's going to, every time you think you have it under control, it's like, whoops, nope. Yeah. Sorry. We're going to we're gonna throw this curveball at Side you. Swipe, yeah. you. Just roll with that. And, uh-huh. and the fact that you have people to rely on to help you get through that has just been so important to this process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe before we wrap up, I want to mention one other thing. And, and um, it may be more of like a, a sort of helpful tidbit for our listeners who may someday be in this situation or um, which is around financing and, and looking for and obtaining financing. Mm-hmm. Not every bank is going to say yes to you. No, you know, it's it's the type of industry or the type of assets or that sort of thing. Not every bank is going to say yes to you. Thankfully, right off the bat, someone gave us a recommendation uh, to go to a particular bank and they it worked for their portfolio to support us and doing what we needed to do. Um, but we talked to other banks along the way and they actually someone was really was um pretty cut and dry in the beginning you know we kind of went through the basics of of the information and the deal and all this and they said you know that doesn't really line up with what we usually lend to and i couldn't have been more thankful because it's like we didn't just waste someone's time nor did they waste ours we didn't go through this process to find out that well it doesn't really work for us it was literally the first phone call and i went okay don't you're not doing us any favors obviously by you know saying that we should move forward we ended up with um you know finding the right place for this deal and and um it was supported and and uh we we obviously are thankful for that but it's just kind of one of those lessons one of those stories is like if you go to a bank that says no go to the next bank or talk to your advisor and find out where they would go for that type of deal you know um because there's gonna be a whole bunch of people that say no but there is definitely people, institutions, otherwise that say yes. Right. And I think that's also going to be key to our future is being open to opportunity and saying the right yeses. And and, and I'm excited. You know, um, 2023 is right around the corner and we're going to see a lot our readers and listeners and advertisers are going to see um, us continue with what's been working. There's a lot of great things with the magazine, mm. but we're going to be rolling out a lot of new things. We have ideas for new editorial content. We have ideas for new media opportunities mm-hmm. for us to present. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have ideas for new events. And so uh, I, you know, I'm excited for the future of the company, for the opportunities for us and for our team, and most importantly, for our readers and advertisers. All right. Well, I'm Nathan Carroll. I'm Matt Mowry. I'm Christine Kerrigan. And And we're we're Granite Granite Media Media Group. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed the stories and information you heard on today's podcast, find more by subscribing to Business NH Magazine or visiting businessnhmagazine.com. I'm Matt Mowry. And I'm Nathan Carroll. BizCast NH is a production of Granite Media Group.